Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another week of Saints Radio. It's so good to be with you here today on this beautiful first Wednesday in September. I cannot believe it's already September, but it is. And um, of course, we're looking very much forward for all that God has for, for us, his people, in the month of September. So it's good to be with you here today. Um, I, I'm sorry that Apostle Ron is not back with us today, but um, I think that was the plan. But the Lord had other plans. And so he is resting and recovering still from the procedure that he recently had. He's doing well, and he sends his, his greetings and his blessings. And I am almost positive that he will be back in this chair next week. So um, continue to pray for him, and we lift him up, and um, we certainly miss him. But we're just excited for what God is going to do in and through him when he returns. So today's going to be just a, a really fun day here on Saints Radio. I want to thank all of you who take the time to join with us on these Tuesdays and just really to share spiritual things with spiritual. It's more of a, a conversational kind of a venue, and I love that because the Spirit always speaks. And the Lord is here with us. The Holy Spirit is here with us. His angels are here with us, and we have someone else very special here with us which i'm very excited about and um i want to introduce our co-host for today and that is sandra carter hi sandra hello there it's so good to see you i have not seen your face in six months i know <laughs> it has been hard <laughs> well we have missed having you here in the house, but we certainly understand the reasoning by which you have had to quarantine. But my, my niece told me the other day, she said, I think in being quarantined, I didn't realize I enjoyed being hugged so much. Uh -huh. One of the hardest things is when you see, you know, you want to see your friends and hug them and know how they're doing. That's probably the biggest thing that you really miss is that um, being with the saints. You really do. I totally agree. I totally agree. I know that when, when things were opened up here at the church and we were actually able to come, albeit in somewhat of a social distancing kind of a, a platform, you know, my tendency is to run up to somebody and hug them, and I get about six feet from them, and it's almost like there's the Holy Spirit stops me, and I have to say, wait, are you hugging or not? Oh, I agree. That I just didn't realize. We you know, take so much for granted. We really do, and, and we we miss all the saints, and, and I know we're, we're moving into this seminar season where, for the first time ever, we're going to be having a virtual seminar, and... I know that the Lord in His grace is going to do some supernatural things to connect us in ways that we have never connected before, even though we can't be face-to-face. -face. And that's exciting. Oh, it'll be wonderful. Yeah, it will be wonderful. It will be wonderful. But we certainly ask for the prayers of the saints to... To, for God to give us wisdom and, and really um, just his provision and his supply through the whole thing, which he will. He's faithful in that. So it's, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. I'm very thankful to, um, to have this sanctuary to be able to come and pray. And I know that you have had opportunity when you come over here um, and pray and get before the Lord. And really, you know, we, there's a lot of things that we could talk about. I have not seen you in so many months, and um, we could sit here and just have a cup of tea and share all kinds of things, but I do want to, to, to talk about, um, really, I want to get your perspective on what God has been doing where you are. Um, I know that this season has been so significant and really the demand for us to establish altars of prayer and intercession and worship in our own homes and to recognize that this is a lifestyle. This is not just something that happens when we come to the church or when we have a prayer meeting. 
it is a lifestyle that we are called to walk in. And I know that God has really built an altar in your heart and in your home because I know you're an intercessor. And I know that you cannot shut down. <laughs> I know you that well, and your gifts are active. And, and so I really just would like to get, um, I'd love for you to share with us just what this season has been for you, what it's been like for you, and for Barry, of course. <laughs> well, you know, um, I think I, what I just found myself is that the, uh, uh, I just became where the, only the basic responsibilities of life automatically my life became much more simplified and so often you know in our walk and through the different seasons we've been the clutter of life we wanted to cut out and to narrow the path became more narrow and and you know and pastor would guide us and we would do this but just all of a sudden it just my life automatically became simplified and in that peace and in that quiet, it, um, I see that it's been you know, really reflected in my prayer life. And uh, we've never been bored during this in, in, in a, a soulish type of way. There's just, there's a fullness, there's joy, there's, it's nothing like I thought it would be. I, you know, I hear about how people are having such a difficult time. So I really thank the Lord for that. Um, I, I thank him for giving me Barry because <laughs> he's so easy. <laughs> and so uh, so there's basically, there's uh, just a peace and a quiet. Mm -hmm. And this is reflected in, uh, in prayer. And I know when Pastor called us to have the 30 minutes of silence, not to pray in tongues, just to be silent before him. And uh, when I started doing that, when we were doing that, I found um, it was like the best way I guess I can say is I felt like I was before the Lord. But after we finished so, you know, that particular uh, fast, I find myself now just craving that. I, I That silence is not something that you just started then first praying in tongues all the time. Um, I, I, I just, I need that. And instead of feeling like I'm just before the Lord, like I felt in the beginning, I feel now so much more that I'm with him. Mm. And, uh, and we know that he comes and he meets us there, but it is, it is a definite feeling of, of the feeling of before the Lord and the feeling of with him. And uh, it, it's just very, very precious. You know, we all have different experiences at different times, but this, is di this was different. And I still, you know, pray in tongues, and I still do all the things we've ever done. And, you know, but, you know, just the Holy Spirit guides that, you know. You'll go and be ready. And you and I have said so many times just to lay before the Lord and be quiet, but... Uh, but we'll go into warfare. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit guides what we're to do. But I have found that um, in this time, it has been very peaceful and in the silence. And in the silence, I think the two words, uh, or the main word is, I've, my life has become simplified. And I looked that up in the word. And usually it has kind of a negative, that being simple, don't be simple-minded, don't be, and all these different things. But as you study it, it really, it, um, only one time it really says that what you're to do is to be very wise in truth and in good, but to also be simple, but to know evil, to be schooled and to know evil when it comes, and that you're to have, um, oh, just a holy simplicity. And so I just, I've, I've just thought a lot, and the Lord keeps putting it on my heart over and over again about a simple life and about simplicity. And that simple, simplicity that's found in Christ. And um, see, in 2 Corinthians 11, 3, I was looking, trying to look it up real quick, and I dug in to refresh, but... Um, it's just such a, a blessing in it. It calls that 
to where to have that simplicity of Christ. And it warns about us being led astray. And right, you know, now I feel such a sincere and pure devotion to him in the simplicity. But as life picks up and we start, you know, like as a quarantine has been opened up a little bit, you start moving, it'd be so easy to get into the, the fast pace of life. And so that is one of the greatest things I've learned. And it's something that we would say we've always had, but not really to this degree. I remember Dr. Duplessis, who was called the father of Pentecost, meeting him once. And his wife, Anna, he would go all over the world ministering. And Anna would just stay at home and pray all day, his wife. And I've often wondered about that. And when I met her, I was so anxious. And that was when we were first beginning to pray. And I thought, I can't think of anything more wonderful than just to stay at home all day and pray. And here I am <laughs> in an unusual way. Now, I do, I do have to say that um, one of the desires of my heart, Monica, has always been to have a little bit more input and my twins, they're just 10, and they're alive, and they living, all my family lives in California, and I've known, I was, oh, we were always to live in Dallas, we weren't to move, we weren't to go, and we've been obedient, and I think it's so wonderful during the quarantine that God put one of my sons and the twins and his family in a camper and brought them across the desert <laughs> and they spent three months with us wow. and um, and I had that three months to be able to have input in their life and only God could bring them give you that desire bring them across the desert to do and I noticed that in all of that three months we didn't do the normal things we did the simple things we didn't use the normal forms of entertainment because we had to play with the children. So we went back to our own childhood and we went back to simple things. So from a spiritual standpoint, the simplicity, but also just in our daily life, the simple things, really getting back to that. And I'm so thankful for all the incredible um, means of connecting with the world that all of you have done uh, live stream these programs um, pastors little five minute devotionals uh, before the people every way I mean it has just been remarkable and I'm so thankful for that and I truly see now how that does keep you connected because yeah. it's different I longed for green carpet <laughs> we'll have to bring you a little patch over to your house. <laughs> I long for green carpet. It is just, it's wonderful here, and the Lord is so faithful. But it is different from a corporate standpoint. Yeah. But, you know, he, he, I know what I'm to pray for. He still, you know, he knows. You find out later whether something you were praying for was a need. And he's just been very faithful. That's, you know, you, you talk about just the simplicity, and, and I remember early in the early, early days when um, the whole prophetic move really got initiated here in our house, and, and I got a gift from um, some of the people in the church, and it was a t-shirt, and it said, simply prophetic, prophetically simple. And I thought, you know, I still have it because to me that is such a message. I mean, you talk about being like a child. I mean, that really is um, a calling that we have. And, and this walk should be simple. And, and I, I concur with all that you said just about um, stepping into that place of peace and of rest. And, and I know that during quarantine, when, when we were quarantined in the very beginning, 
I really learned peace like I've never known before. I mean, honestly, I've always understood the concept and I know that I walked in it, but I had not, I didn't have the awareness of it until that time. And it really, it was defined for me as, um, um, just almost like that oneness with him, being complete in him. But also, of course, then I took it into a study and, and recognizing that he, when he sends us forth, he calls us out to be ministers of peace. And he says, when you go, you go into the house and you, you minister peace. And if they receive the peace, you stay and you minister. If they don't receive the peace, you leave and you shake the dust off your feet and leave. We are ministers of that peace. And I think this season has been a time where God has really cultivated that understanding in each one of us because it really is being complete in him. Lacking nothing, knowing that we are being sent forth on a mission, he provides all that we need in that obedience and we return back in just in a measure of, of fulfillment and victory. And so being home really has cultivated that peace, I think, to prepare us for the days ahead when we are sent forth to minister and deposit that peace throughout the world. And it's, 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 it's just so, such a powerful principle. But you know, um, it's, it's, it's a holy simplicity. We make it so complicated. Oh, yeah. And the Father has been asking us to, um, to, to, to narrow our lives down, to get rid of things. And um, I want us to be so careful that what we have gained, that we don't step back, that we that we stay in this because he does want us, Monica, to consider, to ask him before every decision. And do we ask him for the big decisions? Yes. Do we ask him when we need guidance? Yes. But it, he wants us to ask him on everything, absolutely everything. And um, that that is, that is how it, it gets simpler and you're just doing what he says. And, and Jesus wasn't complicated. He didn't mm -hmm. make it complicated. Mm -hmm. How many times have we been confused or the enemy is hitting us and we don't know what to do and then we realize, okay, let's just go back to basics. Yeah, reset. Uh-huh. You just reset. That's well said. And you go back to basics. It is not that, you know, and the world is complicated. And so I think he really has wanted us, he has used this, I can just see how mightily the Father has used this to um, just to bring forth his will in a mighty way. Yeah. I know in my life he has. And um, it's just now to stay on that course. You know, too, I'm sorry. It's so easy for us to, because we want to be about our father's business and we want to, we want him to find pleasure in, in our, in our yes and our commitment and our devotion and in the work of the ministry. And it is work of the ministry. I mean, you, there's no way around that. This is work, but it's easy to step into striving and, and, you know, I, I just have to just be vulnerable and transparent with that and knowing that I know that, that you get on a track and, and you're, you know, you're going about the business and you're doing and you're doing and you're doing and you're doing, you're praying, you're doing, you're doing, you're praying, you know, and, yes. and, and what happened, I know for me personally is the, the end of the year of 2019 ushering into 2020 we were on such a fast course and, and I know that it was the Lord, but then he, he just stopped things. He just absolutely stopped things. And then he began to minister this peace. And I remember just being so deep in it to where I vowed from the deepest place of me that I would never go back to that striving. And it wasn't like striving I mean, it, it's just striving to do good. It's striving to do the right thing. It's striving to serve him well. 
But what we have to remember is that we minister through the Holy Spirit that resides in us. He ministers through us. So yes, we have to prepare ourselves and we have to be ready. But there's a measure of peace and rest that he wants us to, to just to really lean into no matter what the busyness holds, no matter the chaos that we have to face, no matter anything. And I think that that is something that is very significant for us going into the end times. Because Absolutely. the chaos is just going to increase. And if we can't stay simply fixed and, and, and really know how to rest. What did he say to Moses when, when he was commissioning Moses to go forth with the children of Israel? And Moses was saying, I won't go unless your presence goes with me. And God said to him, I will go with you and I will give you rest. Now we know that that's his new walk, that's his breath, that's his abiding presence, and that speaks so much of, really, I think what you're describing is just dwelling and abiding in that that abiding presence of the Lord, his breath. And um, we could describe it in so many different ways, but it's all him. <laughs> you know, we know that he will answer every need and every problem that we encounter. Yes. And we know that he will fill our lips. You know, it, it, when we have to, to minister a word to him. But we let our flesh get in the way. Yeah. I laugh now because, like, you know, the Lord will put something on my heart and I'll write it down and I'll think, oh, it's said so beautifully and I want to say it that way. But now my memory isn't like it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> so trust has taken on a whole new meaning. Right. I have to trust him to fill my mouth. Right. I have to trust him. And I have to know that he will say what he wants to be said. And uh, though he said it magnificently to me and I wrote it down, that was for then. And then for whatever new moment, there he has something fresh for that moment. That's so good. And I think that's staying, that's staying fresh for every moment. That is believing for every moment. That is confidence that he will solve every problem and every need. And it's just getting our head where our heart is, yeah. I think, that our, our hearts know these things. But we just have to get our head in alignment with it. And um, so I think that that is, going back to what I said at the beginning, is that I think that I was forced into a life of simplicity. We all were. And it had just been a great joy and an immense blessing. And um, I'm ready to see everybody. I wish we could have a time out. <laughs> like a day time out. <laughs> I think we're in a big time out. I think we need to be released to go to recess. <laughs> yes, I would love that. <laughs> I know, and, and for those know, of you that... One of the biggest attacks uh, that I have had is that I felt like I wasn't trusting the Lord. And uh, that I wasn't by not just coming out, just trust the Lord. And but that wasn't what I was getting when I was in prayer. I knew I was to be obedient, and the obedience was the harder walk. Mm -hmm. the, the you know, and and to give up, mm -hmm. and that's harder. And uh, and I and I knew that I was to do that, but that was the biggest fight. Is that I felt like, well, I just don't have the faith to step out and to do. But for me, that wasn't what he was asking me to do, mm -hmm. and that's what was important. And um, just think of the long process. You know, we've done things corporately and together, and then he takes the falls to walk our own path. And for me, that was what I was to do. And really, over the course of the years, we've been walking this walk together for 20, almost 22 years, Sandra. Yeah. But we are no older, I know that. <laughs> but I mean, for 22 years, I mean, you just think about the, the progression of, of where we've come from. And, and little by little, during different seasons, he would call us apart to, to stand before him on our own so that he could develop us individually before him because we were so... We were pretty codependent there for a long, long time. because. But see that too, I mean, he used that too because he was developing our gifts. We all have individual gifts, spiritual gifts, and, 
he was developing those and those are meant to work together it's like the fivefold it's meant to to function together both in intercession and in just processing what he's doing and then and then functioning in it um, just in leadership throughout the course of the years and so this has been um, the most drastic drawing away I think but you know the beautiful thing about it is I have never felt separated from you and that's the beauty of the spirit I mean I we are one body one heart you know and and I've always felt you know I continue to feel your presence here in the sanctuary I do know that there's things that God um, has for you to function in when you return <laughs> some very vital things I mean that have been ordained from the beginning and I look forward to seeing those things manifest but I, I tr fully trust him that it's in his timing and I, I don't know I just I know that you know I could say that we're both elders in this house I mean we've come to that place and and I count that a great honor and privilege actually to stand as an elder in this house um, but we are righteousness on 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 the left and the right for one another we all are for all of those that are listening I mean whether you're in Florida whether you're in Arizona whether you're in France it doesn't matter there is no distance in the spirit realm. We meet together at the throne. Our, 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 our home is in heaven. We're seated together there in those heavenly places. And, and I know that God for the, for the last 20, 22 years has been working that in and through us and teaching us and establishing us in our place before him individually in our function and, and also as a body. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, Monica, a friendship and love that's born of the Spirit, we've been able to experience that. Yeah. And that goes for all the saints. Yeah. You know, they, they come, and you've never known them before, but you love them deeply, and you just grieve when they leave. Yeah. And that is how it's been from the very beginning. It's just that we have this love and this this connection that only God could give. That's agape. I, I love, I miss uh, that deepness with all the saints. And um, and that, what you and I are talking about, you know, you, we, we are all called off to our time, maybe alone, or the, when the Lord is, is, is speaking to us and developing us. But then we can come back, and we're all in alignment. Mm. We've all been, he's been giving to each of us what we need so that we can come into perfect alignment. Yeah. And I think about in the beginning what we thought alignment was and what we know now that it is. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> of course, we thought we were going to have revival in a year, and I was going <laughs> to drive the golf cart. <laughs> That, that's a joke, friends. That's a joke that Sandra was always going to drive the golf cart in the parking lot when we had so much, so much traffic and so many people waiting to get into the church that we were going to have to use a golf cart just to juristic what was happening in the parking lot. But never say never. Oh, absolutely. We've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the name tags to prove it. My, goal, my golf cart's getting kind of old, but so Oh, it's so it's so good to reminisce. It really is so good to reminisce, and it's so good to know that that God has been in every single season. We don't we don't despise any season, hard even the hard ones, even the hardest ones that we face together, because God was in it and He worked through it and and He perfected us through it, and and that of course will continue. but consider 
consider everyone around them, then this will come to an end. Amen. Then this will be under control. Amen. And, you know, of course, we always, we always known since we were children, we were taught to, come to, you know, to care for others and put them before ourselves. But that is so true as, as a country and as a people. And you see where people rebel against that then that just sets you back. So you just see the importance of that um, that scripture and it's that humility of considering others first. And I just found that last night and I just wanted to mention it. I don't know why, but I think that um, we all need to, we, we want to be together again and we want to have our seminar. So I think as we go forth, is we treat, we want to care for everybody else. And so if we follow the guidelines, that is what we have tried to do in the natural. We try to follow the guidelines so that we can consider that person across from us. It's not about us. And um, that helped me so much know that what I was doing, that I was just standing in obedience until the Father released me. Amen. And I hope it's soon. (laughs) that's so good I mean just the whole preferring one another it's so good and that's a word for us thank you for that Sandra and for those of you that may not know Sandra's fine she's thriving she's beautiful as ever she has a glow about her I'm looking in her face right now and we all know that she is lovelier than lovely but um, because of of some of health issues that she has faced which we are all aware of just from past things that that we've walked through with you and and also barry there's some pre-existing conditions that her doctor has strongly i don't even want to say recommended it's almost like a mandate told them to they needed to quarantine through this season and um she's been faithful and obedient to heed that word both from her doctor which is her niece and also from her husband, who has been, I know every time she reminds me of why she's quarantining, she says, this is what Barry thinks we need to do and I need to honor him. And I really appreciate that, Sandra. That, I think there's gonna, I mean, there's such blessing on that, on that honor. Um, and so that, that's the reason why she's, she's functioning from a remote location. And it's not for any other reason other than that. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's not forever, and, and we know that the blood of Jesus is, is covering them. And um, I know it's hard for you. I mean, I can feel your aching heart to be part of the fellowship. And, I mean, that's, to me, this, this season has been so beautiful. And I know I've testified of this several times, but almost every single day I go to the table of the Lord and I have communion. And it's something that the Lord told me to do at the beginning of the season. I started doing it when Noah was at home. And um, like you, I mean, he came home for three months and we did puzzles and we did paint by numbers and we prayed and worshiped and took long walks and did very simple things. And the Lord, the peace of the Lord just so much has rested upon our household. Um, But about the table of the Lord, I mean, that that is a place where we come together in in fellowship before him together and every single day when i do it i i I allow the lord to put someone or a church or maybe somebody that's struggling with COVID or or something else i know there's a lot of a lot of people struggling right now with different issues um and i take communion on behalf of them on behalf of what they're dealing with i plead the blood i sprinkle the blood you know i do i apply the bread and the blood but also over our body. And for so long, I've wanted to do like a Zoom table, you know, where whoever wants to join from day to day can come on the Zoom and we just have communion together. And, um, but I know that it's a way that the Lord has kept us connected. And um, communion is not just something that you have to do once a month, just for liturgical reasons. Communion is coming to the table before him on behalf of his body and his blood and applying that to really every part of our walk. And um, I have taken communion over you and over Barry and over your household and what God has called you to in this season on more than one occasion. 
<laughs> and and I know he is he has been seated at the table with me and I feel the the empowerment of it upon your your life and your calling and 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 all that he has for you today and in the days ahead and so I love oh, you sister well that is that is really that really challenges my heart to to can really pray about that um, it's about the taking of communion every day yeah and uh, that that's that's beautiful and I can't thank you enough oh how loving and kind and thank you that is one thing is that um, problems really in healing and health I it is not I know that the saints stand with me. They always have. And uh, the burden isn't heavy when they're on, everybody's holding it with you. Amen. Yeah. And so, and that's how it's been. And that's how we feel. And um, it's, I don't know how anybody goes through life without it. Can you imagine? No. I know. I and, and too, I mean, it's opened up my heart to really want to be a light in my community, you know, in my own neighborhood, you know, and in places where God might allow me to go out. I really have had a, a deeper empathy and a deeper compassion for the lost. <laughs> because it's really easy to get wrapped up in the four walls of your church. And, and I know that God has us functioning within the four walls of our church because we're intercessors. And, and, and our function primarily is through intercession knowing that he's going to open those doors for us to to really be that light in the darkness but um my eyes are a whole lot more open just by virtue of what we've walked through this season and and but now what we need is we need that the holy spirit outpouring that peter spoke of in acts 4 where we would have the boldness to speak the word of god wherever we go no matter what no matter no matter what the threat is of of rejection or persecution or, or oppression or opposition because we will face that but that we would have the boldness to to speak his word wherever he wherever we go if it's up the street to trader joe's and god puts somebody in our path um may we have that boldness and recognize that moment in the holy spirit and and speak into them and be the light yeah. yes and, and we think that that's always going to be easy i know and it's not it's I not easy at all in, in the quarantine i still have spoken to people and things and it has been some very difficult difficult times and difficult words and it will be and it, uh -huh. and it will and i think that is just the precursor and the teaching you know he gives it to us a little bit because it's going to be magnified yeah. and um and that is you know uh when i was studying going back to the simple the sim simplicity when i was studying it was about issachar and he was known for the simplicity and i as i studied it and and looked at he he was a wise man and we know that he walked in god's timing but he understood and he knew evil and but he would he says but but only walk in the truth and only uh, be wise seek wisdom so that you and know what your enemy what your foe is yeah. and we must have that boldness and we must be so connected that we can hear the father speak who to minister to when to minister and how to minister yeah. and uh, we've known that as something that's back to basics we have known that but never is it as vital as it is in this hour because he will have us to shake off the dust off our feet and go up go on at times and we have to know when you know it's so interesting because quarantine has closed us in but the closing in has prepared us to go out. And, and it, it's just so interesting how he, how he works through that because it's a whole, to me, it's, it's, 
it's it's a whole lot more razor sharp you know it's a whole lot more um, I don't want to say strategic but I'm I'm really trying to be very sensitive to when God puts some you know someone or a group of people in my path that I'm supposed to be light to that I'm supposed to speak into and not be afraid and just be bold with that Once again, you look beautiful. You have joy. I mean, you just you just really have joy just coming out of you. And it's yeah. a spirit of joy because you've been right where the Father is at. You know, you've been right there with Him. And and I know that, that you've been faithful in that. And I, I do want to ask you to, before you have to go, I know you have an appointment. Um, is there any words of encouragement that you could give to the saints about particularly about intercession about maybe having to plow through you mentioned that you do pray in tongues um but i know when you're alone it's it's different than when you're in the church in the symphoneo of the diversities of tongues and that spirit of intercession like we all love when we step into that atmosphere but then you get set apart for a long season of time and you have to stir that gift within you have to stir that that gift and pray in the spirit has that been a challenge for you or is there any can you speak into that for the saints that are just standing on their own alone yes i i think one of the most unusual challenges that you that you don't even realize it happens is that you don't have a schedule <laughs> and you don't know what exact day or what exact date it is because you know this is on Wednesdays we go to church and then we do this we pray the more you have this schedule and the more you lose your schedule and the more as you don't do that you it's so easy just to kind of drift and and to and and it hasn't been necessarily in a way you have to have that schedule time to discipline yourself and be obedient before the Lord, but it's also, um, I guess it's the praying without ceasing, uh, just to see it from the standpoint of to encourage you to really let it be a part of your day, because it's so easy to, I'll never forget one day, I went, I went, it's Wednesday, I discovered at 11 o'clock at night, it's Wednesday. I miss service <laughs> because you do, you know. So that is just laughing about it, but you do. You can't just let everything go. There has to be that obedience and that discipline, and um, to to do what we're called to do and to study. And because it's easy to think, well, I'll do that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Because you do have a little bit later mm -hmm. of quiet time. And uh, whereas when you're really busy, you know, they say when you have want something done to ask a busy person, they'll get it done. They'll have a 15-minute window and get it done. Well, when you have an open blank, it's easy to put things off yeah. or to think, well, I'll study that in just a little while. But uh, so I think that that's one of the things. And um, there, there, there is just when you are praying and you are studying and you are silent before him. And you're praying in tongues sometimes it doesn't feel you don't feel the emotion or have the feeling um 
piece of it later. Mm-hmm. And so that encourages you. And so that's a, it's just easy to pick up bad habits uh, from the standpoint of because you you don't you aren't scheduled. Yeah. So that doesn't mean obedient, not being obedient, and not being disciplined. I think that's what is one thing. And and it's hard. It's hard. Uh, you know, so often. Remember, we we would come out and say, "I feel like I'm shooting blanks." Yeah. And we would be praying, and you feel the same. And you missed the green carpet. <laughs> Have you, like when you, because I know you're a because seer. there's the anointing there that, um, it's wonderful. I, it's not that, but there's, it, it's, I guess you missed that. It's, and I've, I've, I've summed it up best. I think it's that corporate anointing. Yeah. I, I, could, I could walk in and I would know what was, I could discern where we were, what was happening. I, you know, it was like you're all your radar and your antennas and and you don't have that and so you just have to pray a little harder and go a little deeper and and the father does give it to you and um it's special it's not how i want to walk the rest of my life though well you're not you're you will be back (laughs) in function here it's a good season but um I, I think the word discipline is, is really key for us. You know, that's the word from which we get the word disciple. Or, and, and I think that it's necessary for all of us to discipline ourselves. I know I have to do that in study and in prayer. It, it's a daily part of my life because I don't work, a, you know, a, a normal job. This is pretty much my occupation. And so um, I have to keep my calendar and I have to schedule things. And, of course, um, Apostle Ron is very helpful with that because, you know, we keep things in order here and and there's things to do every day. But there's days when I'm not scheduled to be at the church, when I don't have any responsibilities here. And, and I have to, you know, some days you 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 just kind of move with the spirit and, and, and you just pray throughout the day. But then scheduling prayer, intercession is important. And, is. and also disciplining your mind even in that intercession when you're separated like you said you don't have all the familiar touch points that happen within the the government of the house and so you're having to have to reach into that and that's that's almost like when you travel apostolically and you go out you got to be able to find the lord wherever you are i mean if you're in a prison cell we better be able to find the lord please dear lord i mean so if you're going to another country that you've never been before and there's even there's opposition, he has honed us and trained us to be able to press in and find him wherever we are. And that is so important for us. But, you know, even for you where you are and even for me when I pray at home, because I pray at home a whole lot more than I used to. And um, I have my specific prayer places where I pray. And um, but I have to schedule it. And um, sometimes the Lord schedules it for me. He's just like, okay, on your face. But, but also, too, tuning in to the broadcast and, and keeping current with the revelations that God is bringing from our pulpit apostolically is so important. Oh, it I, is. I mean, you'll, it's your lifeline. <laughs> and it's easy to let other things take the place of that. Yeah. And so no, discipline it, is it, a very good word. My lifeline. I'm so thankful. I am so thankful for all those that have labored to make this possible. Well, it's and, the Lord. And I thought so often, too, and I am so appreciative to Pastor. You know, when we didn't look like we needed, he was always pushing us into the next phase, or if we need to get this, we need to set this up, we need to this, and you, we, were, we were just trying to um, keep on keeping on, and he would always be, pushing us forward and doing the new and when they're and trusting the Lord to bring the finances and and the Saints network has been so wonderful to us and to all of us you know they have had such uh, they've walked alongside with us making all of this possible and I am so thankful because I am now reaping the rewards mm-hmm. and I know what an incredible well it, it's not I say it's just a blessing it's a lifeline yeah and um, and and that that is one thing you know when we have a fivefold and we're part of a fivefold or we're in worship in the service and the spirit of the Lord is so wonderful 
spirit and you're hearing and you see and it's just and you can come in tired and you can come in and not feel anointed at all but the father always meets us there that wonderful uh, anointing that is just resident and when we step into when you're you know I miss that and so there isn't that resident that pastor stirred up and that you stirred up and everything I have to stir it up that's good though that's good that's good (laughs) and and so for those that are alone you know they just have to do that Sandra I lost you I know I don't know what happened well I can still hear you thank goodness but I've lost your face oh the beauties of technology yeah well no, no, it has been just an absolute delight today to spend this time with you, and I want to thank you for for being so willing to um, to join with me today. I know it was the Lord. He spoke this to me yesterday, and I, I know you had to plow through trying to navigate Skype. Um, Skype failed us today, but I'm thankful for FaceTime. That was your suggestion, and, and I hope that the sound has been um, sufficient for our hear, for our listeners because... I so much appreciate all the things that you've shared with us today. I miss you. Thank you. I send my love and my blessings to all the saints. Mm. And I thank you for your faithful walk, for you, Monica, and for Pastor, for all of our leaders, and for all those saints Mm. that um, can't be here or are not able to look forward to the the seminar. I think the seminar is going to be outstanding. Mm. It's going to be another exciting challenge and blessing that the father is bringing to us and that he will use to open up maybe to all over the world amen so um, he starts small he always has started small with us and then it explodes so i'm believing that this seminar will start small with our saints network and believing that it's going to explode for the whole world. Amen. And I thank all of you for what you do. And I love you and I miss you. And thank you for the opportunity to be together. Well, it's just been such a blessing. And so, yeah. Now you may tend to business. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think we've been tending to business just just fine over over the last number of minutes. Well, Sandra, I bless you, and I continue. We continue to lift you up in prayer and Barry, and speak Thank peace you over so your much, household. Honey. I know you're in transition with your house, and there's a lot going on. But I just ask that the Lord would just keep you completely grounded, and even take you in a deeper place, just day by day. And um, let's catch up again, like really soon. Everybody. Yeah, we just need to have a fun Zoom where we just, like, have fun. All right, dear. Well, I'll be thinking about you all this afternoon as you venture into your appointment. Stay safe, stay healthy, and give Barry our love. I will. Blessings to everybody. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Well, what a wonderful blessing to have our dear sister Sandra with us today. I hope that has been encouraging for you. I know that it encouraged me. It was just so wonderful to see her face. Um, I I was thinking earlier, it's literally been since February that I have seen her and Barry. And although, like I said, I've never felt separated or distant from her, but she carries such a, a, a beautiful measure of the Spirit of the Lord upon her life and and upon this body um, is so significant and so we continue to pray for them and and that God would keep them safe and that in his timing they will be back here and back functioning fully in the network just like all of you maybe some of you are are also having to quarantine through this season but I believe that um, God is in it and working through it so we're thankful for that. So we only have a few minutes left, and a couple things I want to remind you of is um, this Saturday is First Saturday Prayer. This is our first Saturday in September, which is always a very significant prayer time as we gather together at the throne. 
We will be praying, of course, on behalf of the upcoming seminar entitled, If My People. Um, and and so just be faithful to that time of prayer. This is, this is a, a prayer time that has been ordained from the Father at His throne. We've been meeting together on the first Saturday of every month for many, many years together. And the Lord uses that intercession and that unity at his throne from all over the world to to transact business and subsequently also speaks to so many of you prophetic insights visions um, and things of that sort of to which you share with us and we put together and a five-fold declaration um, for the for the month and for whatever the focus has been and so this month will be, of course, focused on our seminar, on this gathering. We want to pour our intercession into that gathering. This is a, van, a brand new venue for us. We're doing our very first complete live virtual seminar. And it's a new, it's a new way of doing things. I have to trust that come March, we will all be back together in this house again, but God knows the end from the beginning so we just trust in him for whatever he has in store for us but be faithful to that plan for september it's september the 16th through the 19th um so plan to be a part of that seminar the schedule will be as as normal we're going to do some new things in the afternoon through zoom calls um where we're going to pray and 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 prophesy into different parts of the world it's going to be a very active and very functional seminar for all of us we're all going to be a part of it so i just want to make sure that you um, plan for that that you put that on your calendar even though you may not be catching a, f a flight to to be here in dallas your spirit will be with us and um, you need to plan to be present at that gathering and then also i mentioned first saturday um, and i mentioned the seminar and I believe that is all that I have. Um, tune in tomorrow for Wednesday Night Live. Um, Pastor Ron will not be back yet for that, but I will be ministering tomorrow on Wednesday Night Live. And the Lord has already been speaking to me some things um, that he wants to, to share. And it, it will probably be more of a prophetic type release as opposed to a full-on blown teaching, but we'll see what God does between now and then. So um, plan to tune in for that. And then continue to pray for our apostle and for just, just a complete and perfect recovery, healing, and just, just, a, just a completion to this process that he has been, um, that he has endured over the last couple of weeks. So just continue to lift him up in prayer. We will keep you um, updated with his his status as best that we can, and we look forward to hopefully seeing him at his pulpit on Sunday. But like I said, the Lord knows. So um, we're thankful for Pastor Fabian who's filled in on Sunday mornings and for all the saints who have really girded um, this ministry up over the last couple of weeks. Um, in the absence of our apostles. So thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your encouragement. Um, I know there's a lot of needs out there. I've been, I've been hearing of a lot of, of needs amongst the body of Christ. And I just want to encourage you and say, no, God knows where you are and he's with you in that. And, and I just speak his grace and his mercy into whatever it is that you're facing I, I speak his, his, the power of his sozo, that he would bring forth a measure of freedom and liberty in the midst of whatever your circumstances is, are, and, um, and healing, um, that he would just set you free in every way. And we thank the Lord for all that he's doing in the midst of his people. He is so faithful and we love him with all that we are. And so more than anything, I want to thank him for guiding us and, and leading us through in these incredible days. And so I just speak the peace of the Lord over your household. I speak the peace of the Lord over you. I, play, I plead the blood of Jesus over you, that you would be covered fully by his blood, that no virus, 
no disease, nothing would harm you or, or touch you. And so we thank him for that. So we are officially out of time. Um, bless you today. Have a glorious day in him. And until we see you or, or are able to speak again tomorrow on Wednesday Night Live, have a beautiful day in Jesus' name.